0: What's good, everyone? This is Dr. Nee, and you're listening to 5-Minute Fridays. Yo, the feedback has been really good. I really appreciate it. If you all remember, we started Five Minute Fridays back in January as a way to give short snippets on Fridays on inspiration, as well as on ways and hacks that you can use to get past your fears, to get past your inactivity and for you to take action. And since then, you guys have written me back and given me good critiques, constructive critiques, which have made the show that much better. Now, on today's Five Minute Friday, we got Dr. Bonnie Mason previous guest, who's gonna be talking about the emotional as well as mind hacks that she's using to get past inactivity, to get past fear, as well as procrastination. This is gonna be a good one. Make sure you share this with others. You know I like to share it through Instagram, but whatever fashion, whatever media that you wanna to use to share this, go ahead and do so. And without further ado, I present Five Minute Fridays with Dr. Bonnie Mason.
1: One thing I realized very early on is that life is replete with difficulties, changes, challenges. And I figured out at 17 years of age that even if I were just a great person, which I try to be, even if I just, if I'm nice and I do my best every day, life is still going to provide us with challenges and with, you know, heartbreaks. And it's not because of who we are, it really is just life. So I figured out early on that we have a choice. And I did a poll when I was in medical school, you know, and I asked people around me, my classmates, my professors, wait a minute, when something happens or when you say something that frustrates me or angers me, isn't that your fault? Is it your fault that you said something that ticked me off? or is it up to me as to how I will react? And when everybody said to me, you know, you have the choice about how you're going to react. I was like, wait one minute. No, you said, and that was wrong. And I don't appreciate that. But Dr. Cyril Moore, who's my biochemistry professor, God rest his soul, at Morehouse School of Medicine, who taught so many of us biochemists, said, you have the choice about how you're going to react in any situation to any life event or to anything someone says to you. And I had to sit and think about that. And I reflected back to my thoughts at 17. Here I was, you know, trying to digest this maybe four or five years later in medical school, that I have a choice because we're gonna have to do things that are hard. So we have to choose, am I going to look at this and say it's insurmountable or am I going to prepare myself, ask the right questions, ask enough people and swallow my ego to get the assistance I need to do something that is hard. So I always, always sit back, rest on my faith, rest on my history of having taken on the hard challenges, knowing that on the back end, I have grown through every single challenge. They are called growing pains for a reason. We're not going to grow if we don't experience some hardships, if we're not pushing against resistance, even if we think about our medical metaphor, our myofibers, what? Bulk up, get stronger. When we are lifting, we are you know, lifting against resistance. We need to have some weight in the game. So if you're pushing through, you're actually building, what I tell my students is you're building your life muscle. You're building the muscles up that you need to make it through this life because we're good people. We're great people, but life is not always fair. And as soon as we figure that out, you'll say, oh, I see that. I've seen this before. I've seen this challenge or a similar challenge before. And guess what? I survived. So guess what, I can survive again. And the challenges may get tougher. That means your muscles are getting stronger. And I can rest in that, right? I'm like, okay, I got some bad news last week. I cried. When I got this news about a change that was gonna happen within my professional space, I cried, but that's it. Change happens for a reason. I have the choice about how I'm gonna react. So I let myself feel the disappointment, right? So that's the other thing, I didn't suppress it. I let myself feel it, right? I recognize that the change is definitely gonna, comes to help us evolve to something better, to something brighter, to something that might be less comfortable for the moment. But I know that something positive is on the other side, otherwise the change wouldn't be so painful, right? That pain usually comes to thrust us into, like a baby coming out of the womb, pushing us into the next dimension, right? It's pushing us to our next level. That is not a pain-free process. So as long as we understand when you're encountering a difficulty, you're facing failure, it is the opportunity to stop, go back to your source, your faith, your foundation, find the people around you to help you process it. I have one case scenario that maybe I haven't shared, but I will share, is that as you know, as a chief resident, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. I was only able to operate for three years and I saw patients non-operatively for almost another two But during that period of time, I knew I was going to have to retire completely from the practice of medicine because I could not even lift the patient's leg to do a manual knee exam or an ankle exam. My right elbow just hurt too much. So in my disability, in the evolution of my disability, I talked to my dean at the time, leaning on my resources, right? Talked to my dean, my medical school who happened to be a rheumatologist. And he said, hey, doc, why don't you take our executive faculty development course, because I know you like to teach. You're a great teacher. This teaches physicians how to be better teachers. Took the course, right? I didn't have any other plans, but let's build up our skill set. Took the course. And lo and behold, my future husband was one of my classmates
0: in that course. I remember you talking about that.
1: He was there and he loved me from the very beginning with my, you know, with my disability, with my disease, which was active at the time, because I was thinking nobody's going to want a broken person. I've considered myself broken because I couldn't do what in my mind I had been called to do. Nobody wants a broken person, but he didn't see me that way at all. So there's a silver lining, Dr. Nee. I mean, there is, because I refused at any point to believe this wasn't going to work out. I had no idea how it would work out, but I refused to believe at any point that it wouldn't work out. I said, no, something good is gonna come
0: out of this. And I love that you didn't give yourself any options to fail, basically.
1: I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's not gonna be failure. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't have to know, God knows, but I will not fail because I didn't pledge orthopedic surgery residency before work duty hour restrictions. I didn't do five years of residency for nothing, right? I didn't match and do everything it took to even match an ortho in the first place way back when for it not to pay off. Oh, no, I had learned all hard work pays off. It may not pay off the way you think it's going to pay off or the way we want it to pay off, but it pays dividends always.
0: Hey, guys, if you really enjoyed this episode, there's plenty more coming. Make sure you hit your subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. And also at the same time, leave me some feedback. Let me know what you think about this clip, this segment. I'll catch you all on the next one. Peace.